Uh, joining us now, as he does each and every Wednesday at 3.30, is Dan Orlovsky of ESPN. He joins us on the Harbor One Hotline, and he's brought to you by Corcoran and Havlin Insurance. Visit chinsurance.com to learn more. Dan Orlovsky, how are we doing this week? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. I- I'm curious your thoughts on an in-season quarterback competition, which Bill Belichick effectively said they're doing this week in New England. I, I personally think Mac is going to start. Uh, I don't agree with that decision, but I personally think he's going to start. How how can a team gain anything or get anything out of a quarterback competition week 12? Um, I don't know how much is gained. You know, I... If you think that the, I guess if you think that the building and mainly the locker room isn't practicing to the level that you want or um, having the, like everyone, do you think that like guys are walking around with an entitlement of, oh, I'm this starter at this position or that starter? One of the easiest ways to get guys' attention and make it very clear, hey, no one's kind of safe is you obviously open the quarterback competition and the quarterback job because that's the one that usually gets the most attention. I don't know how much is, is going to be benefited from it. I don't really believe anything changes no matter who the quarterback is as far as production. Uh, but I guess, again, if you're trying to get the attention of everybody in the locker room and or building, that certainly is a way. Dan, I'm not sure if you saw Tom Brady's comments earlier this week. He was talking about the overall level of play in the NFL being lower than when he yeah. was playing. He's not just talking about a couple of years ago, but years and years ago. Do you feel that way sure. about the quarterback position in particular? Do you feel like the level of quarterback play has dropped in the last couple of years? No, I don't believe the quarterback play has. So I, what Tom said is dead on, but there's, there's layers to it. So, a lot of the quarterbacks that played in the late 90s and early 2000s could never play at a high level in this NFL. Because in this NFL, you've got to be a three-level player more often than not to be really good. Like You have to be able to beat teams with your mind, your arms, and your legs. Or your arms. I don't want to say plural there. So your mind, arm, and legs. So a lot of those guys just wouldn't be the players that we see nowadays. Is the level of football as far as, like, precision now what it used to be? No, it doesn't have to be. One, the field is is way more spaced out than it used to be. That's the development and the overall growth of offensive football. Two, uh, the rules, and to Tom's point, like, when Tom got into the NFL, quarterback had to be under center. There was two receivers out there more often than not and they would run 18-yard comebacks. And Tom would take the snap from under center and drop seven steps, and he would have to throw that ball before the guy was open because the receiver is, excuse me, the defensive back is riding that guy down the field and being physical with them, and Tom's about to get a middle linebacker that splits his face in half as he throws it. So if you wanted to be successful, precision was necessary. That doesn't happen that often anymore. And so there is an element of truth of if what he says but the talent at that position is definitely higher in depth. I mean, we have one through 10 quarterbacks that are way more talented than the one through 10, you know, 25 years ago. Dan, what do you think would be more damaging to Mac Jones if Bailey Zappi got the start on Sunday or if Mac got the start and then got pulled? 
again? I don't think anything play-wise is going to be any more damaging than kind of this year has gone for Mac. I think what could be more damaging is if somebody else starts and his attitude and body language is very um, standoffish, if he lacks leadership in the moment, I will, uh, I will kind of correlate it to Zach Wilson in New York. I think it's become pretty clear that what's around Zach is, is pretty subpar. But I do think that Zach has gained a lot of respect and at least raise some eyebrows both inside their building and outside of their building, and not just fans, but NFL people, with the way he's handled himself in, these difficult, in this difficult situation. So if Max starts and, you know, plays goes poorly or whatnot, or team's not doing well and he gets benched and his attitude and body language is really poor, I think that could be more negatively impactful for him rather than, hey, they're going to start Bailey Zappi. So that's interesting. So you think teams, as much as they're evaluating Mac on the field, teams potentially, if they're looking at Mac down the line, they think maybe the Patriots could could move on. They're evaluating how he's handling things body language wise and, you know, on the sidelines as much as anything else. Absolutely. And they should be. And how do you, they will how do do you their think homework? How do you think he's done with that? Because la- last year he didn't comport himself very well. Uh, this year, yeah. it hasn't been as bad as, as that, for sure, in terms of how he's carrying yeah. himself. But last year, he didn't do very well with that. Yeah, uh, so I, I want to be transparent here. I haven't caught a ton of Patriot games like live. I'm usually watching their tape on a Monday or a Tuesday. Um, so I haven't caught a ton live when it comes to you know, seeing how that game is going start to finish. I don't watch a ton of games live anyway nowadays when it comes to like zeroed in on them because I have to watch every snap. So what, are you, what are you hearing? It's so often, it's so often tape. I, I haven't heard anything poorly. Um, you know, I, had, I, I think about a month ago I, I had said, you know, like that building really wants him to kind of have great energy. They know it's not great around him, and, and that's something that they were searching for. I can say this, like, um, again, I guess I get myself in trouble when I say I've heard things, but I'm a human being. Like Not on this you. show. No, no, no. <laughs> Whatever you hear, bring it right up. Yeah. I've had two conversations with people that um, are attached to NFL decision-making for different places, and they think Mac Jones is a starter in the NFL. They still believe that Mac Jones is a starter in the NFL, whether that's in New England or somewhere else. Just the, the player – of the, the player themselves, they still, conviction-wise, like they're convicted about it, still believe that he is a starter in the NFL. Well, that's good to hear for Mac. But uh, we're just looking at this maybe quarterback competition, probably not, looks like quarterback competition this week. Is it unfair to say that New England may have the worst quarterback room overall in the entire league? Who do you think has a worse room than them right now? Um, as far as, like, overall talent. Um, Starter you know, and Atlanta, backups. Yeah, Atlanta's not great. Um, it, hasn't, it hasn't gone great in Atlanta. Um, trying to think of anybody else that's really Jets. strong. Chicago's too talented. The Jets aren't the great. Giants, yeah, the Jets aren't great. So probably the Giants, the Jets, New England – um, you know, I guess if we're taking Cincinnati out because Joe Burrow's not there and he's hurt, probably Cincinnati. Um, 
Yeah, I would probably say that. I mean, New England, you know, again, I, I came into the season and I told everybody, hey, this is a bottom three or bottom four offensive group in the NFL when it came to, like, offensive line and skill group. And that's, that's kind of rang true. But the quarterback room is struggling, yes. What, uh, what approach do you prefer, Dan, when it comes to a quarterback crisis like I think we're seeing here in New England? The way Bill's sort of handling it, like we'll have a competition and we'll see who comes out of practice, or the way the Jets were maybe a little more proactive and said, okay, Wilson, you're benched and we're going to go with the backup and Simeon's going to be his backup and that's what we're going to do. Which one of those methods do you think is sort of better for the team? Yeah, I think it, it depends on the, the pulse of your team and it depends on the pulse of the players. You know, I, I personally, I don't, especially with adults, I don't like the mind games. I had mind games played with me in college, and it was a good thing for me. I needed it. I, I, I was an immature person at that point when it came to that, so that was a benefit for me. But I was like 17, 18, 19. I don't necessarily love the mind games for the, you know, the pros, so to speak. So I, I do like the little bit more clarity of the New York situation. Um, in season and out of season is also very different. Out of season comp- quarterback competition is is promoted. Where in season, I think it's just too important of a position. Uh, but this is the NFL. Nothing's fair. Uh, I don't think many guys are searching for fair either. They they they're just you know hoping for an opportunity. But no one no one cares that things aren't fair in the NFL. Uh, how do you feel about Thanksgiving? I know you have some controversial food takes. Maybe I've missed this, but how how do you feel about yeah. Thanksgiving? Are you a fan? I love Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's I grew up playing football on Thanksgiving. I played high school football every day on Thanksgiving and then I played every day in college on Thanksgiving and then I played for my first 4 years in the NFL on Thanksgiving. So football for me is a big part of Thanksgiving. It's a great time with family food-wise. I don't eat turkey on Thanksgiving. I think it's the dumbest thing in the world to eat turkey on Thanksgiving. Mego, I can go get a turkey. Mego doesn't like turkey either, so she's with you on that. I eat well, well I, I eat turkey. it. Yeah, I eat it as a formality. Like, I think there's better no, things we even, can turn to. I love turkey sandwiches. Like, you go get me a number seven at Jersey Mike's. I'm in a great place. <laughs> but on Thanksgiving Day, um, I just go, like, mashed potatoes, stuffing. And uh, I'm not doing pumpkin pie this year. I think it's a waste. And pumpkin pie is fine, but I'll do apple pie instead. So, um, so you just again, starch it out. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I I eat mashed potatoes like four times a year, and the other three times I'll go to a nice steakhouse and pick at them. I eat stuffing once a year. I'll probably have some of that sweet potato casserole like dessert thing that my mom makes. Um, so, will uh, you, but I enjoy things. Will sure. you do the 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 sandwich the next day? Because you like a turkey sandwich. Will you do the sandwich with the leftovers? No, I won't. Um, I'll gorge myself pretty good. I got work on Friday anyway. I don't really eat sandwiches that much to be honest with you. So. Um, no, I'll, I'll do some leftovers, but mainly that's when I'll do like turkey. And I, I like when foods all like mixed up and touching each other. So I'll do like turkey, mashed potatoes and stuff and kind of like all smashed together. Nice. Dan, can you settle an argument for us? Please? Oh, good. I was going to ask this too. Oh, good. Lord. Good. No, no, this is good. This is good, Dan. Listen, if uh, you're having people over to your house, does that mean you're hosting Thanksgiving? Of course. Thanks. What okay. if you're, what if you're not cooking anything? Even if you don't cook? That's an embarrassment. <laughs> well, wow. May, may, may not be. Wow, you're what still a, hosting, right? What a rope like, dope Dan. What if your mother-in-law is coming over to cook for do, everybody yeah, at your house? Doing all the preparation, you're just you're just presenting the home. If that was a hypothetical scenario, how do you feel about that? It's embarrassing. Do you like your mother-in-law? Yeah. Oh, do- yeah. She's great. 
There's a lot of hesitation on that answer. Good luck tomorrow. Oh, she's great, and she cooks a great turkey. But the question is, am I still ho- I'm hosting, right? Because they're coming to my house. Yeah, you're still hosting. Thank you yeah, very you're much. Still if, okay. Yeah, you, you're just embarrassing. You dinner, I've never said I wasn't embarrassing. Party, <laughs> if you were having a dinner party and you paid a chef to come into your house and cook the meal, you're still hosting the dinner party. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that, Dan. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. I, I I hate Argue to disagree. With the dictionary. I hate to disagree with you on that, but I uh, okay. But I like you calling Arcan an embarrassment. I think we can all agree on that. Uh, Dan Orlovsky joins us every week at this time here on Jones and Mega with Arcan. We appreciate it. Have a happy Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you next week. There you go. All right, Dan Orlovsky, as all our guests, joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. I feel like I won that, but it still kind of hurts. Yeah, well, he he, he started he bit. started by saying, "Of course you're hosting," which I saw Arkan's face light up back there. Yeah, but he left it. He was he was getting on you, Mego, for a misleading question. Talk about misleading. If you have people over, are you hosting? Well, yeah, I think most yeah. people would agree with that. What if well, you're that's not? What, that's the beginning and the end of it. What, well, it's not the beginning and the end of it. Yes, you're it leaving is. out a very key detail that you're not. You're not preparing anything. You're not cooking anything. Wait, you're not doing let's anything. Let's be clear. We're talking about your house a is just an empty husk where people the are showing up. Argue with the dictionary. Don't argue with the me. Dinner. The entire holiday revolves around the dinner. The, Great. Thank you. The holiday is the food, and, and they you, could eat their food somewhere else, <laughs> but they're eating it at my house because I'm hosting. It was a hesitation about his mother-in-law, wasn't it? Yeah, it I didn't quite hear the question, but yeah, I do like my mother. I'm not going to blame the connection. Also, are you paying your mother-in-law? Like that's not equivalent. Paying or what? Yeah, you are paying a chef. That's a good point. That is, that's a, it's faulty logic, is what it is. Faulty. Well, logic. regardless, it's still at my house, and I'm still hosting. Mm. Yeah, six one seven seven. Argue with Merriam-Webster. Don't argue with seven ninety. I'll argue with whoever. I'm, I'm happy to. I'll if argue she, with the book. I'll argue with Dan Orlovsky. I'll argue with you. I'll, I'll argue with a. I'll argue with the dictionary. I think you know me. I would do that. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. More your phone calls here coming up next on Jones and Mego with Arkin. Of course. Thanks. What okay. if you're What if you're not cooking anything? Even if you don't cook. That's an embarrassment.